Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing, the show for single moms by single moms. This is Sherry, your host, and I am happy you are here today. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Even though you spent most of your summer trying to keep what remains of your sanity, you may be dreading the thought that the back-to-school season is just around the corner. As a single mom, it's hard to shift schedules, meeting the upcoming school year demands, and get everything done, especially if you yourself are going back to school too. Well, mamas, you are not alone. We are on that school bus with you. In fact, 11 million single parents have children under the ages of 18, and they're all facing certain things that they are dreading about the start of the school year. At Shepherd's Village, we recently polled some of those solo mamas and asked them what they like least about their kids going back to school, and we even asked for some pointers to help some struggling sisters out. Welcome back to another episode of It's a Single Mom Thing. So here we are, as we close out the summer season and have to find a pretty darn good reason to get excited about our kids going back to school. Well, somebody just stick me with a fork because I am done. So what are the top five things that stresses a solo mama out about her kids going back to school? Well, survey says, number one, back to school shopping, what's in your wallet? For moms, the school year doesn't start on the first day of school. It starts when you get the list from the teachers of supplies you need to provide for the classroom or when you realize that most of last year's shirts are now crop tops on your daughter or when your son's sneakers don't fit after a summer of only wearing flip-flops. This time of year can be expensive and challenging. In a back-to-school article on the Scary Mom blog, Rita Templeton describes her back-to-school shopping list like this. I'm the mom you see at the store pushing a cart surrounded by excited children being bombarded with cries of, I need one of those and and one of those and, and can I get the folders with the Ninja Turtles on them? While trying to consult multiple supply lists while also trying to remember shoes and pant sizes and crying as I look at the total on the receipt that's taller than my sixth grader. I'm a glutton for punishment, apparently. Some super savvy solo mamas suggest stocking up on school supplies and clothes throughout the year. So you're not hit all at once once school starts. I know it's easier said than done, but something to keep in mind when you get that sizable tax return is to return yourself the favor and put some school is cool money away so you don't have to ride the short bus at the beginning of the school year. Another suggestion one mom made was to share in the cost of school supplies with other mamas whose family are of equal size and buy them in bulk. She also mentioned that she hosts an annual swap shop party night, inviting her friends to bring over gently used and outgrown school clothes that their kids don't wear and swap them out while they talk some things out. Number two, what's for lunch? Yes, our school has an app where you can put money on your kid's school lunch account, and then they magically go through the cafeteria line without having to scrape up any change. But I never seem to have the money available to reload the app when it needs more funds. And I can still pack lunch cheaper, especially when you consider my kids throw away 75% of their cafeteria food. <sighs> But that means I have to pack a lunch. Ugh, isn't that just the worst? 
Sometimes summer lunches look like cereal, sandwiches, ramen noodles, or something questionable from the fridge. But during the school year, many moms have to think about packing lunches and maybe even an after-school snack if your kids stay late. These are lunches that teachers and other kids see, so the judgment factor is involved. I mean, it has to appear to at least be semi-healthy, right? But how's that supposed to happen amidst the morning chaos? Pack it up, sister, and plan ahead. Solo Mama Sue suggests having two bins for each kid, one for the fridge and one for the pantry. On Sunday night, she counts out five of everything and puts it in the appropriate bin. The fridge contains baggies or containers of easy things like hard-boiled eggs, pickles, cheese sticks, carrot sticks, and yogurts. The pantry container has individual bags of chips, pretzels, crackers, cookies, and other non-perishable items. The children can now easily help put items in their lunch boxes, which gives them a sense of responsibility, taking the pressure off a of Sue. Sandwiches may be the only thing that takes effort in the morning, and sometimes those can be made ahead of time too, avoiding the morning madness. And yes, don't forget about you, sister. You have to eat too. Number three, time for bed. Summers are about staying up late and having flexible bedtimes, right? During the school year, however, when I was raising my guy, I maintained a consistent and strict bedtime schedule, setting both him and I up for some morning success. Now, I will say, if I'm honest, making the transition from summer to school bedtime schedule was difficult. I love me some late nights and summer sunsets. So needless to say, making this transition was especially hard to do when it was still light outside and I had to enforce the lights out policy. Getting back into a routine is never easy, but have hope those habits will stick like gum at the bottom of your shoe once you walk it out. The best mom tip is to start easing into the back-to-school routine now, before school starts. If the kids are going to bed late, start telling them at 10 o'clock it's going to be lights out now. If there's an order to prepare for bed, Get that going again early in August. Then gradually move the bedtime earlier and earlier until you've got them going to bed at the best time so you can wake up those sleepy heads in the morning. Which is a great segue into number four. Wake up! Some kids are early risers. That's not my guy. He loves to sleep in and does not want to get out of bed in the morning. I am right there with him. I have had to stop short of squirting him with a water bottle to get him moving in the mornings. They really do need to develop a forklift for kids who do not want to get out of bed in the morning and moms too. But since that hasn't been invented, one mom suggested giving plenty of time to simmer in the bed. If mornings aren't a rapid boil, so build in the time that allows them to be a slow cook. Start with a happy good morning or I love you and then let the light shine in the windows. It is also helpful to turn on maybe some upbeat music. Now, if you aren't an early bird that gets a worm either, you too are going to have to give yourself some time in the morning to wake up before you get your kiddos out of bed so you can set the tone for the day. A rushed mom can make a mess in the morning. And number five, I can't find my shoes. 
I try to enforce taking off your shoes when you walk in the house so they stay by the door. But inevitably, when it's time to go, someone can't find their shoes. It is so frustrating, especially when running late because I can't run without my shoes. Oh, yes, the curse of the missing items. If it's not the shoes, it's the homework, backpack, jacket, or toy for the show and tell. It's not easy, Mama, but the only way to avoid this morning trap is to make sure everything is ready and beside the door the night before. Now, I know, I know, I know it's been a long day, and the last thing you want to do at night is prepare for tomorrow. Trust me, it is better to go to bed prepared than in despair in the morning. So make a list and have both you and your kids check it twice before you go to bed. So there you have it, the top five back-to-school stressors that certainly don't include the dreaded pick-up-and-drop-off lines because you wanted to sit for an hour in your car, regular baths and showers because school kids should be clean, laundry because clothing should also be clean, and uniforms are the worst. How about homework because you didn't have anything else to do in the evening, followed by volunteering and attending events, because that's what a good mom does, right? So maybe summer wasn't a bummer. And well, going back to school can be cool if you are prepared. Listen, ladies, being prepared is an important part of motherhood, whether you are single or not. But it is especially key when you are going at it as a solo parent. At Shepherd's Village, we know firsthand the struggles you are up against. The battles, the fears, and the frustrations are real. There is no doubt about it. Solo mama life is not for the faint of heart. It takes hard work, courage, and more energy than you could pack in an energy drink. But I know you can do it, because I did. During these days before school starts, keep your focus on putting one foot in front of the other. Take things one day at a time, and thank God for the blessings and your babies. One day, like me, you will be getting them ready to go off to college and not grade school. Enjoy this time and spend it on the things that money can't buy. Have a wonderful week. And remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Thanks for listening to It's a Single Mom Thing. I hope you enjoyed our time together. If you have more questions on how to have a relationship with Jesus or need prayer, visit us at www.shepherdsvillage.com backslash prayer. For more information and resources, check out our show notes.